The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. I'm Charles Firth and today, instead of Dom, who's off doing more important work, we have, unfortunately, Mark Humphreys. My apologies, listeners. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry about that. Yep. If you can just... Um, yeah. Just... <laughs> anyway. I'll, give it a, give it, I'll give it a good shot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Thank you. Should we just go to an ad? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, now Mark, uh... Long time since you've been here. When was the last time you were on the podcast? Possibly, I, th- I know I came on here last year just before I was doing, before I was hosting the Parliamentary Midwinter Ball. That ah, was yes. about September last year. And so we did a pre Yes, and you promised to come on and, and tell and, us and how, how it was and going. I, and, I, and I lied to you. Well, we never invited you back. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's, it's a different way of framing it, but sure. Uh, yes, and that was an extraordinary experience because it basically, you know, if for those who don't know, it's it's where all the politicians or most of them come together. Mm. They dress up in, you know, it's black tie and uh, most of the Canberra Press Gallery are there as well mm. and it's a big sort of fundraising event for charity. Um, and, uh, yes, and there's part of it. Um, I was brought in to do a 20-minute um, roast essentially. Mm. Well, I, I, they didn't frame it that way. It's why I chose to uh, interpret. <laughs> interpret the brief. Yeah, so I was hosting it but I was using it as an opportunity. It was essentially like the White House Correspondents' Dinner. That's mm. something which I've always enjoyed watching. You're basically the Stephen Colbert of Australia. Well, this is that's for others to say and I'm happy to uh, repeat it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so that was the, the sort of the, the job. So you do a sort of 20-minute of material and then I have to introduce the Prime Minister and then who then delivers a, a sort of a sort of comedy piece of his mm, own yes. and then introduce Peter Dutton to deliver his own um, <laughs> comedy piece. And what was very strange last year was that um, – and I don't blame Dutton for this. This is perhaps my fault. But uh, he sort of just misread the cue of when I needed him to come to the stage. And so I started – I had about maybe two minutes of jokes about him mm. that I wanted to do before his speech. But I think once I said his name, he just started walking <laughs> – Towards oh, the stage, no. and so for the last minute of <laughs> my, uh, you know, joke, joke, uh, minute of jokes of about Peter Dutton, Dutton was standing right, right next to right you, next to me, and I was just like, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to get through these jokes, and you're going to have to stand there and listen to them. And so that was that was extraordinary, and it was also doubly extraordinary to then hear Peter Dutton, you know, deliver. Uh, a comedic monologue, and um, and did he was he good? It was all right. Yeah, no, he him and Albanese both. Yeah, they were they were mm. yeah they were solid. They were they were solid. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, but there it was it's such a strange environment where I thought 
the people that I thought would be kind of bothered by some of the jokes that I'd done seemed weirdly thrilled to be mentioned or yes. something. Yes, yes. Uh, and there was it was strange. I had people come up to me afterwards say, oh, I was at the minister's table. I won't say specifically which, but like I was at the minister, whoever's table, and um, when it came to the, the jokes about them, I, 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 I was too nervous to laugh. But then they were laughing really hard. So when mm. they laughed, I felt like I could laugh, and I thought that was that was so fascinating. And, and yeah, people that I thought I'd been quite mean to mm. – <laughs> <laughs> and really quite pointed, uh, seem to love the attention. But yes. I mean, did, did it's you, almost like politicians are egomaniacs. It's almost like that. It's yeah. almost like that. Some <laughs> might say that. But what, what's your experience been of having, because, you know, I think so much of what we do and have done over the years is, is from the sidelines, but then you had much more sort of interaction with politicians until mm. this was the one time of the year where I'm actually in the room with them. So what have you found? Have you found that to be the case where um, people that you thought you'd been quite mean to actually loved the attention? Or? Yes. No, right from the word go, you'd go, you'd say really nasty jokes. Like I remember for some reason Anthony Albanese sticks out in my mind as somebody who he just sold out the entire left we're not talking the about first, current no, politics. This is the here. first time. This is the first time. Like back in like 2003, <clears throat> and for some reason, we were, it was in Canberra. It was some big conference that they, all the politicians were at, and um, and it was a dinner. I, I don't think it was a midwinter ball. Some other dinner, and um, I remember we had prepared a whole lot of stuff that was going to just destroy Anthony Albanese because he'd sold out, it was all about Labor refugees, he'd just sold out the entire left um, in order to stop the boat sort of and join that sort of bandwagon that Peter Reith and John Howard were peddling. And uh, and instead not only did he beam with laughter and, and huge smile as we were just roasting him, from the stage, but then he came up and like got a photo with us afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you're going, right. but yeah, did you? Were you not listening? <laughs> and it was like, but back then he was really quite junior. He's this junior burger, and he got mentioned in yes. the speech. Well, it's funny. I mean, that reminds me of how in the, under the Morrison government there would there was a sketch I'd done where I think I was. Maybe I was Morrison's video director and... Oh, yes, yes. I remember that. Yeah, where you were sort of talking about how to... You were talking like an auteur. Yes, exactly. That's right, yeah. Tony, That's right. Tony Chevelle was the name of the character. I wore like a a turtleneck and glasses. Anyway, and yes, and I remember Morrison then tweeted the sketch out Mm. saying, oh, (laughs) you know, very funny, love uh, love you, love you, Mm. love you, love your jokes, uh, Mark, and it's just like, ah, yeah. Because on some level it's like, oh, my God, the Prime Minister's tweeting about me. On the other level it's just like, yeah, but I can see what you're doing. You're trying to kind of reclaim it. You're you're trying to spin it your own way. And the same thing happened a few weeks later with Josh Frydenberg where this time I was his director because he'd made a piece of content for social media which was just he just just wasn't a good day for him on on camera. And, And, yes, and so same thing from him and then he brought it up in – Parliament. It was in question time, uh, and he referenced referenced me, and it was yeah, it was it was really interesting just to see that kind of oh okay. If you kind of just pretend that you're okay with it, yeah. um, it sort of neutralizes yes. it and, and act as if you're sort of in on the joke and yeah. And the person who most annoyed Craig, who did most of it, like all the best stunts were always given to Craig when we we're doing the chaser. <laughs> 
And he always used to get incredibly annoyed at Peter Costello. And I think after a while we ended up just not doing Peter Costello mm. because Peter Costello was the original person to come up with the strategy of just laughing along. Yes, and, right. And actually he'd say things like, oh, you're really funny guys, aren't you? <laughs> with this sort of like just tinge of sarcasm. But it actually just made everything look unusable because it was just too yes. too sort of cheesy yeah. sort of, you no. know, everyone's getting along with each yeah. other type yeah. thing, which is not what you want. You want the confrontation of the politician running away or... Well, I loved that thing that you had maybe maybe it was two years ago and I, I'm trying to think whether it was Lachlan that did it or, um, or I can't remember, or was it maybe Alexi? Anyway, but, but you'll, you'll have to remind me. Mm. And it was with Barnaby Joyce and it was some, you know, setup that you guys did, I think it's outside of uh, Parliament House, mm. and he sort of was annoyed by the interaction. He then walked away, yes. came back and went, hang on, where are you from? And then whoever it was said, oh, Chaser, and then just the reaction from mm. Joyce of... when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue nile.com you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Yeah. One thing I've always enjoyed about Barnaby Joyce is he's he's, he's not afraid to he's not he has no hesitation about giving a very human reaction mm. to things. Like if a question on Q and A, Sunrise, whatever it is, comes up that he doesn't like, he doesn't mask. He doesn't he doesn't try and be a politician. He just goes, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rolls his eyes and you know gets all sort of flustered and. and and, and pissed off by it. But, um, yeah, I mean, back when there was those sort of stunts thing, I mean, I think about you know, the one that always made me laugh was I think it was like the whole premise was that everyone, the politicians were all bashing refugees. Mm-hmm. And I think you had Craig with a bat. Yes. And then, <laughs> and of course, you could, it was so Latham that Latham was mm-hmm. the one that grabbed the bat and then hit Craig with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <was> perfect. <laughs> Um, yeah. So anyway, so I'm host, I'm hosting the Midwinter Ball again this year, and it's coming up uh, in three weeks. So currently putting together my material for that. But um, but it was it was it was funny just who came up to me afterwards, and the first two people that came up and were so complimentary were Bob Catter and Michael McCormack. And then I had to go through all my material and go, did, did I do did I do some homophobic jokes or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, right, what, exactly. What, how did I get those two? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Catter was the first one to come up. Very funny, mate. And uh, it, was, uh, it was just surreal. And, yeah, so anyway, um, bracing myself for that. And did anyone get angry at you? Uh, not, ex- not, well, I don't, n- not to my knowledge. I mean, no one came up to me and yeah. expressed it. But were any complaints lodged with the National Press Club? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. I'm not, I don't, I'm not aware of, I mean, I've been asked back, so clearly I must have done mm. something right. Or maybe I didn't go hard enough. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> so, yeah. <you> don't. <laughs> so that's the aim, actually, is to not get yeah. invited back. If you're getting invited back, you're not doing it very well. Uh, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mate, no, you, you're the Billy Crystal. You you walked um, along that line. Yeah, I'm a people pleaser. I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't yeah. like to hurt people's feelings. But it, there was a it was a funny moment during the. I had to do a sort of run through beforehand just so the uh, organisers could um, just check everything was all right. Mm. And it, and there was one joke where <laughs> it was about one of the sponsors. And they they just say, yeah, Mark, Mark, uh, that's great, that's great, that's great. Just checking you're comfortable with that uh, that uh, Qantas joke, just that you've got there. So, <laughs> I'm very comfortable with the Qantas joke. Are you comfortable with the Qantas joke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 of course, of course. Just uh, you know, obviously they've got a table uh, tonight. I'm just like, yes, that's that's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you did the joke, did the joke, yeah, absolutely, and got a laugh from so, every other table. <laughs> so I'm presuming that. There's some PWC material. Oh, there have to be. I mean, mm. th- th- there's sad, sadly, no sponsors this year because last year there was a bit of a scandal because uh, <laughs> some comedian pissed off all the sponsors <laughs> with his jokes about them. That's it. Well, Woodside and Shell were mm. a couple of the sponsors and so I, you know, I, I did have a, a line about that. But, um, uh, yeah, so I think after that happened, they've just gone no corporate sponsors. So I, I presume I'm doing the show pro bono this year, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just, to do, just to do my yeah, bit. <laughs> your bit for those struggling politicians. That's it. Yeah, if everyone yeah. could all just, you know, <laughs> chip in. Because some of them only have yeah. uh, seven investment properties. Yeah, I know, you know, exactly. <laughs> um, and so uh, you know who I think you should do some material on? Oh, yeah. Who I think would take it really well. <laughs> Lydia Thorpe? Yeah, Lydia Thorpe. <laughs> Lydia Thorpe, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Because that, I, I think there's a lot of comedy to be trammeled in this whole uh, voice thing. Don't I you think, think so. you should, as, I, a, as a white comedian, just I think I'm uniquely qualified. stumbled in and, That's it. and have a shot. Yeah, I think a yeah. good 18 or 19 of my 20 minutes should yeah. be devoted to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I mean, that's. It's sort of like there's a weird thing where it's. It's because it doesn't get released publicly, which is sort of. Yeah, but that's a change, though, isn't it? Because it, it used to get leaked. It, it and didn't they crack down on it last year? Yeah. And it, it really didn't get leaked. Nothing came out. I, mm. I leaked part of my monologue. I put out just one of my jokes because mm. um, I was very pleased with the reaction to it. <laughs> Which so so I do it for the for the people at home yeah 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 um and it was just uh, it was about how because I think because Anthony Albanese has a pet dog Toto that's right and so I think it was uh, isn't it wonderful to see a a, a dog uh, back in the lodge yes yes uh, Anthony Albanese has his uh, pet dog uh, Toto uh, not to be outdone though the former prime minister had Alex Hawke <laughs> and uh, it was nice. uh, <laughs> you can hear on the audio the laugh. And then the ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, he's not here, is he? <laughs> and he wasn't. But, um, yeah, so that's, that, that to me is the sweet spot, the laugh and then the ooh. That's what I'm, that's what I'm aiming for. And do you go out with them afterwards? No. Well, there's a dance floor, so that's where it's sort oh, of that's weird. weird. That's, that's very weird. Yeah, so last year there was Marsha Hines was performing. Oh, that's all right. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, she did a bunch of disco numbers, which I was thrilled about. Yeah. So, you know, disco dancer myself. And, um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of weird just seeing who, you know, who's mm. chummy. I mean, everyone, it is that sort of thing where I think they just, for that night, just, yes, they put their, you know, weapons down. and um, But, yeah, it is, it is weird sort of, yeah, 
gyrating on the floor and suddenly bumping into, um, you know, Susan Lee or what have you. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Dressed yeah. as Tina Turner was weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then do, do you pop off to the prayer room afterwards? Or, oh, that was, that was a couple of years ago. <laughs> that was a different time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, that's uh, – no, it was all very respect- respectable. Yeah. Yes, yeah. No, okay. no one disgracing themselves. Mm. Well, I can think of one but I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just say he's in this room <laughs> and he's it. you. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Marsha has that effect on me, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, uh, well, good luck. Thank you. Will you come back afterwards and, and debrief us? Will I come back in a year from now? And <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is the, no, it's it's had time to marinate, to germinate. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's exactly. right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, I'll come back in a year. Thank you, okay. gladly. Our gear is from Road. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you next time.